We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. We're talking about Evo dropping Smash, and then Hugo showing back up, and you know, I guess anything surrounding that. And then, of course, your Twitter questions. You know, you always got you got questions, I got answers. So, uh, first thing first, I'm uh, TK Reese. Aussie, how you doing? I'm good, bro. Uh, I'm do- I'm doing pretty okay. You know, uh, quarantine still at it. You know, every every other week, but we're we're still alive, still kicking. How about you, man? Same shit. You know, just yeah, just living. You know, just kind of taking it day by day. That's all you can really do. I mean, uh, I mean, Tori in the house together, been big chilling. It's been nice. Get to yeah. get a lot of chance. Well, I think the only issue is that like she's she has to work from home, and like the job that she's doing right now is very unfun. So I feel bad because, like, I can't do anything to, like, you know, help with that. But it is what it is, you know. Mm. Got to just roll with the punches. Um, other than that, man, yeah, just playing more new games and uh, enjoying uh, enjoying watching Shark Tank again. Oh, you're watching Shark Tank again? Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, I watched some yesterday. Uh, today, the only reason I didn't watch it today is because, you know, this new game came out and it looks mad fun. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that Crucible game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come through. Yeah, that Crucible game is mad fun. Come through. Uh, I know that, like, if, I don't know if it's going to have staying power or whatever, because there's, like, a lot of games. It, it feels like it's taking uh, a lot of elements from games and kind of combining it. And the last time I saw a game do that was Battleborn, and that didn't go that well. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. You know, I had fun playing it today, and I probably will end up streaming it later tonight. But uh, as of right now, yeah, just... 
uh, just big chilling. Might be like that that hype shit for like a week and then it kind of dies out a bit. That's 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 kind of like the sense I'm getting from it. I still want to give it a shot, especially because it's free. But yeah, yeah. The best time to get in on a free game uh, that may die is now. So you know, you get in later. And you miss it. <laughs> yep. So uh, anyway, man, moving on to our first subject, guys. We got Evo dropping Smash. I know that we had kind of like mentioned it uh, before, but now it's like official and. I mean, there still could potentially be a Smash tournament that's like, you know, I don't know, on alongside Evo, but not con- uh, not considered part of their little announcement. You know, how, like they will let you run melee tournaments at uh, the Evo venue, but it's not really technically at Evo. Uh, could be something like that. I don't really think it needs to happen. I think that um, right now we're all kind of in this weird waiting or looming area where we're like, is Nintendo going to do anything about the Wi-Fi, or are we just going to complain until we can go back offline? And uh, I am in the boat of thinking that, yeah, they're not going to do shit and we're just going to complain until we go back offline. I have a theory. Okay. I I think Nintendo may have asked Evo to pull out their game. Okay. Uh, based on, if you remember the, the online get, uh, tournaments that Nintendo ran in 2018, uh, or sorry, 2019, and uh, the tournaments, like, remember that there's the whole meme of the levers and pullers that came out from it, and there's a lot of backlash to like how the games are being run and showing the lag. And they saw there's so much negative attention to it that they just kind of didn't want to like showcase online tournaments anymore. And mm-hmm. for the future, those they, they still committed to the online tournaments. They still had like hosted those series, but they weren't streamed anywhere. They were just happening. And I think that's due in part because they just don't want to show it anymore because they're just like, yeah, this isn't good. This isn't good to show. It's bad press. So if it were to be shown at Evo after having such a stellar performance last year, all that would do is create negative attention towards the game. It would not help the game whatsoever. And I think Nintendo might have caught wind of that and it's just like, eh, eh, let's just get rid of it. It's just a theory, though. I there, There's no basis behind it. I just... It's it's like a plausible thing. Or it could just be that the netcode just fucking sucks. So, you know, they took it out. So... I mean, it's a decent theory. I don't see why they would not. Maybe they're going to actually, you know, fix it. But as I've been saying, you know, I've just... Being... I'm not like super business oriented, but just seeing it from the the business picture, I just I don't really see why Nintendo like would would fix anything. They're they they're you're still buying their games, you're still you know getting the online. Uh, people aren't going to boycott Smash as much as you would like. Yeah, the Smash community and all five thousand of us could not stop could stop playing, and there's still fifteen million people that are still going to jump on and play. So like it just. It just doesn't matter. Like that's the worst part about it is that like yeah we can make all these claims and we can make all these uh all these waves, but it's like it's like making one wave in the entirety of the Atlantic Ocean. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. That's a sick wave, dude. If you can see it, but a lot of people will not see it. So yeah, uh, yeah big rip. And even, I, if they, even if they do see it, like it's not gonna do anything. Like yeah. I think what you were saying earlier is people got to remember that Smash is not, they don't make Smash for us. They make Smash to celebrate video games, to make money off of people who buy Smash. There are way, 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 way more casual players that play Smash that don't even know there are tournaments, that don't even think about competitive scene than there are like competitors. And Smash is in that unique little bubble compared to like literally every other fighting game underneath the sun. Which, if you think about it from that point of view, 
Evo's announcement was actually really good for not smashers because it included those uh four games with rollback netcode to be like to have that little tour for them. So it's it's like lighting a fire underneath these uh developers' asses to be like, hey, improve your netcode because fighting game netcodes in general is not that good, especially from games coming from Japan. And now it's happening, you know, like uh Arxis is talking about how they want to make the netcode really good for Guilty Gear next year. Uh they delayed the game. It was supposed to come out this year, they delayed it to 2021 in order to work on work out the kinks as well as the internet and the netcode and make sure it has rollback. And I think that Evo just making this decision is really like helping that out. Unfortunately, that's not going to affect Smash whatsoever. Because so, <laughs> the the Smash's viewer base or their player base is not just competitors. Whereas fighting games, a majority of fighting game players are going to be competitors, you know? Like no yeah. one plays a casual, no one plays like Street Fighter on like a super casual level, except for, you know, like, like week one, maybe. I don't know. Smash is different. Yeah, I just... Oh, here we go. I'm not, now I'm already looking at... Uh, I'm already looking at uh, Dean Brandon's thoughts for Crucible. It's going to be interesting. I literally but, just saw that tweet. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just trying to see if there's any last-minute tweets that I look at, but... Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I just... I don't know, man. Like, I... I feel like... Um, I, I feel like, yeah, we're just... We're just, you know... It's not that big of a deal. Like... Us not being an Evo online is not that big of a deal. Us not being an Evo in general, if it was like we were still going to Evo and they were like last minute was like, you know what? We don't want Smash Ultimate. That would be kind of a big blow because Smash Ultimate was not only the head oh, the last game of last year, but it also had the most entrance. So imagine the most going from the, the most. Oh, and the, well, I mean, it's the last game. But yeah, just like imagine doing that and then getting kicked out the next year. Like, get fucked. So, um I'm glad, yeah. dude. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't want to. Try, I didn't want to call whoever won this Evo an Evo champion. So like, I'm happy. I'm. I'm. I'm well, not happy. Happy is the wrong choice of words. I'm just. I'm content. Yeah, I'm just, I am. Um, I think that. Um, I think I think I'm pretty content with what's going on. I just, you know, I think right now my only issue is thinking about all the other tournaments that could be getting canceled. I know people are still looking toward SmashCon, but to me, SmashCon is the one that needs to get canceled the most. Is it canceled? Um, I don't know. If they, if, they, if they said anything about it, I haven't seen it yet. But if it if it uh, were to go on, I don't think I would go this year. SmashCon's um, its venue is actually uh, was being used as a secondary hospital during like the first part of the like outbreak when it started getting big. Really? I don't want to go there. Like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be up in there uh, potentially. Uh, touching the one thing that they forgot to wipe down, and the next thing you know, I'm starting up COVID again. So now I'm good. Also, I'm it's good, too I'm soon. Good, good. That's too soon. That's August. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't feel comfortable going to a large scale event for a while. Like, that's, I don't that's even feel of... comfortable. I don't even feel comfortable right now with uh, with like going out. Like, they're starting to open up stores and shit again, and I'm oh, still yeah, probably going to self quarantine for a bit because I just you should. I, I don't. I don't think I. I don't think it's time. It's too early. No, hell no. Like in New York City, they're not even like thinking about it yet like uh, upstate new york they are but like right here in the city it's like no not not for a while and for good reason uh opening up a little bit too soon and it's probably gonna make it worse and thus make smash delayed even longer so this just sucks it's not just not getting any better man so 
There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, esports, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24/7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament. You can enter for free. And coming up next Sunday, Bet Online has ex-Chicago Bull Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling. After the dance, visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, B-L-U-E-CHEW.com. Promo code blue wire. I guess uh, we can go ahead and move on to our next topic. It is I don't know if you I don't know if you got the full story for this one, but uh, it's Hugo and he is resurfaced again. Um, you get, did you get the full story on this one? Yeah. So from my understanding, uh, he was going underneath an alternative tag, Agent Seven, and was mm-hmm. competing in tournaments and actually competed prior. And apparently, the TOs know who he was and still let him compete until they found out. Like you know, it came out to the public that he was playing underneath a different name and then he got DQ'd and there was a backlash to the DQing as well as people praising the DQ. And it was quite the uh talk. TK, how do you how do you how do you feel about that one, man? I talked about this the other day on on Blast Zone and I think oh, that word. like it just right now like I'm tired of the subject coming up like every year, you know? <laughs> like it's never like, gonna I leave. feel like every year like someone who's been banned is trying to fight for their unbanned when realistically, man, like a lot of these people are getting away with more than they should. Like, uh, you know, he didn't get any criminal charges, you know, none of that good stuff or whatever, whatever. And I'm, and I'm not saying that like he's once a criminal, always a criminal. Like, you know, it's not like he can't reform and, and, and go about his life better. But that's just it. Like, go about your life better. It's not about going about being better so you can get back to playing this game because you never lost your right to play smash you know what i'm saying you never lost your right to play smash no one came in and took your switch away right but you can't play smash with us you know like that's that's basically the, the bottom line you can still go about doing anything else you can play any other game you know you can learn it you can try to be a top player in any other game uh you can join other communities you can just play with your friends at home whatever whatever but you can't play smash with us and i think given the circumstances of what happened with uh him that that is probably the best case scenario for him to just kind of like take what he did and try to move on. And that goes for, you know, Ally too, you know? Like, I feel like there's uh, a lot of people, you know, like anybody who's getting banned and then trying to fight their way back in the Smash community after, like, a couple months or years, or I don't care, it doesn't matter. If you've done something that is that heinous, that is, you know, legally binding, and even if you don't get legal charges against you, I think that if it comes out that you are now, I mean, like, that you are potentially making people feel unsafe, and that, um, or that the person that you have done these things to uh, feels unsafe still, then yeah, I think you should just not be 
you know, not be allowed to, to, to participate. Now, I also think that that could go up to to the TOs because apparently he was only supposed to be banned for a year. And uh, and I think that could go up to the TOs. I think that um, I think that if you leave it up to the TOs, what TO is going to be the first person to be like, well, what TO not in Mexico, I guess, is going to be the first person to be like, well, I guess he can come to Evo, or I guess he can come to SmashCon, I guess he can come to Big House. Like, no one wants to be the first person, um, you know, to to do that. So I think even if he's not hard banned, he'll end up being just like soft banned because of that. And uh, I was I was reading some tweets earlier, mm-hmm. and it made me start to think that uh, on one hand, um, there are people that don't know about the story. Because it was five years ago. It was during Smash 4 when there's new kids in the Ultimate scene. So just to like preface it, short story, too long to read. I'm not saying to leader. I'm not doing it. It is LDR. He, uh, Hyuga was a man who sexually assaulted a prominent member in the community five years ago at Evo and was promptly banned for it uh, for a year. I didn't agree with the year banned. It should have been just indefinitely, but they just made a call, a very rash call because they had to do something about it. Because Nintendo's eyes were on that as well. Uh, and they just had to like get that ban over with. So the year ban, after the year was up, like people expected Hugo to come back. Like like his loyal fans wanted were very excited to see him come back. And when it happened, everyone's like, nah, like you said, like, no one no TO wanted to do it. And then the fighting ensued. It's like, well, you said a year, you said a year, it's been a year, it's been a year. Now, first off, that year was a terrible call. It should have been indefinite, like I said. Mm-hmm. Second off, if if this person were to uh, actually pursue this in court, Yuka could have been facing five to ten years in jail. In jail. Yeah. But God forbid, he's gone from a, a something he wants to do, which is not a God-given right, by the way. This is a privilege to want to play Smash. A year... Come on, come the fuck on. The, the problem is Smash is full of so many young people that don't understand like the severity of what this dude did, but they're willing to blow it over because they're either homies with him or they're they're fans of him because he plays a niche character good. If this dude sucked at Smash, no one would give a shit. No one would give a goddamn. Like, it pisses me off so much that so many people are so like in defense of Huga. I get it. In Mexico, there's a different culture down there. They all, like, see that he's, he's reforming. And that's really good for him. I'm really happy that he is reforming and starting to become and learn from his mistakes. However, he's never welcome back here, in my eyes, in Smash. Yeah. He can go live his life. He can go do whatever he wants to do. He got off easy. I don't I'm think he's going to I think, you know, it's good that he is, you know, reforming and, like, you know, sick that yes. you're not going about doing the literal same thing you know this heinous act or whatever whatever mm-hmm. and it's great that you learned and, and whatnot but it shouldn't even it, that's i feel like that's one of the things that is hard to walk back like you can't be like oh i didn't know this was wrong it's impossible you know? maybe like, 20 it's years weird now. it's just well not even that it's just like oh, that's a weird thing to say i didn't know that you know feeling someone up uh without uh their consent is wrong like that's just there's no unless you're like seven and younger you know, like that's not a really that's not a really uh, viable defense. Like you can't go to the court call at all and be like, "Oh, that's what sexual assault is." Oh, I didn't know that. You know, what I'm saying like, nah, it doesn't work like that. So no. I feel like with with again that he got you know it's great that he is that he has learned the error of his ways and that he has you know probably probably stopped drinking as much or whatever and you know has learned to respect women or whatever he decided to do. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it happened. 
Okay. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it wouldn't happen again. It already happened one time too many. So, uh, you know, and, and it would be, it'd be actually fucking outrageous if it happened again. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't, if he were to come back into the community, like I guarantee you it would never happen again. Like I, I am pretty sure that that would not happen again. The problem is, is that he did do it. And if we let him back in, that's sending a message to the rest of the community that this is okay. And people can get away with this and don't worry about it. At least once. At, at least, least once. once. You can get away yeah. with it at least once. That's that's the message we're fucking sending if we let him back in. So, yeah. Like, th- th- there's already so many problems in this community in terms of, like, gender equality. Like, like wh- why, why do we need to, like, hurt that even further at the cost of this? So, yeah. I... I saw, I saw a lot of people... I saw a lot of people saying that, like, the victim uh, forgave him. I don't think... Y'all that actually, doesn't matter. No, I don't think they actually understood what, he, what, what that was. I think that the victim did not forgive him and, you know, let bygones be bygones. It was more so like, I'm trying to move on from this. Like, yes. so let's just, you know, we talk, whatever, I'm moving on. You know, that was it. But to be like, oh, you know, like, yeah, they, they hung out last week. Like, no, nah, that's not what's happening. They're not, they're not, they're not hanging out. None of that shit's happening. She, I think she just wanted to move on. So yeah. anyway, also my be using the for you hag was kind of, uh, or a Hugo tag was kind of trashy. It was, right. but I mean, Meister is like, I, I think that he started to lose some of his good grace. Everyone, it, Meister right now is actually doing going the same path as Locust, right? Where everyone, you know, he's all jovial and nice <laughs> and shit. And then he starts being a shitter and you're like, wow, man, that smile meant nothing. Like, that's, it's that's basically that same shit with Locust, bro. Like, back when Locust was all happy and shit and then he put that one tweet out that was like, you know, honestly, bro, I'm not even really this happy. <laughs> Sometimes I, I want to complain, but I can't because you all think I'm so happy. And everyone was like, oh, talk your shit, Locust. And then he talks so much shit. We're like, wow, you're just a little bitch. Uh, that, that was back in the day. He's not like that anymore. No, no. But, <laughs> but Meister is going like uh, the same way where, you know, he's all jovial and happy and whatever. Where, oh, I just play a game and watch that. And now he's just being a little shitter. Like, you know, like. And so hopefully he learns the error of his ways too. And nothing, there's nothing wrong with sticking up for your friend. But by sticking up for your friend like that after they've done something like this and then. Uh, being like, well, you guys just don't understand. We don't need to understand, bro. He did something. We understood that that was wrong, and we understand that he is changing. But we also understand that he doesn't need to come back. So yeah, it that that's probably just coming from a place of lack of knowledge, honestly. Uh, it, for for Meister, he saw it as a way to stick up for his friend, and that was it. He doesn't understand the severity of what he did, nor do a lot of the Smash community does. So. And I, I think it has something to do with the culture of being young or just inexperienced or something. I, I don't know. It's just people. I, I could I could rant about this all day, dude. Like, like, yeah. like literally, like the victim is n- probably going to never live this down for the rest of her life. Like this will mm-hmm. always be in the back of her memory for the rest mm-hmm. of her life. And his punishment was and it keeps getting brought up too every yeah, year. It, it, it keeps getting see brought up every play. fucking year. I feel and so bad for her. Just because y'all want to see a Toon Link play, and y'all don't even like that character. So, that's, you know, like, let's be real here. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Life Ban, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like the, I feel like it's a TO based band now. So, if you want to be the TO that says, yeah, then by all means, you know, but I'm not, if I was a TO, he would be Life Ban in my events. So, you know, Same. Let, I, I, let him play wherever he is allowed to play, but, to me, I feel like it's it should be a T.O. ban, which is de- technically a life ban, except for the super bold T.O. who's like, well, I don't give a fuck, you know. Or Mexico. It's most likely going to just be Mexico. I mean, he's still allowed to compete in Mexico. 
So it's like fine. I said, it's different over there. Whatever, they can do whatever they want. Um, with the online tournament, though, do you think the DQ was correct for like it being an online? Because there were some arguments in the Twitter being like, well, he's not posing a threat to anyone because he's not physically there. Um, which I don't I don't. I honestly don't give a fuck about online. But I the only reason I think the ban was just is because he's playing under a different tag. Uh, so obviously he's hiding, you know? Like, if he would have just come up and just play under the tag Hugo or whatever the fuck, then I would have been, like, sick. You know, he's back. I don't got nothing to say about it. The TL obviously allowed or whatever, but I, clearly he must have thought that either that he wasn't going to be able to get in or it wasn't going to be able to play or that, like, he did not want to face the backlash of being Hugo. So, no, I, I think that, like, you take, you know, you take what you get. Like, this is what you deserve. You know what I'm saying? People are always going to be against you when you decide to play. But if you want to play that bad, then play under your fucking name, you know? Yeah. And he did make a tweet about after he got DQ'd, by the way. Uh, he, says he says something along the lines of, like, I can't believe it's been five years now. I don't know how to make this right. I just want to come back. And I, I he's like, like he, he's worked on his alcohol problem. or Something along those lines. And that's it, great, but that's not the that's point. That's not the point. Know? Yes, not and, the point, bro. I'm very happy for you. You know, now go about you know living life uh, without making bad decisions again. But I don't. It doesn't. Yeah, that's that doesn't matter. Like, yeah. <laughs> sick, bro. I mean, we all we all drink, and you know, after a while, some of us all cut that cut back. I definitely used to heavy drink uh, all the time back in when I was like 22 to like 25, and you know, after a while, you just kind of be like, damn, dude, like. I feel like I'm making some weird decisions. Let me stop drinking. But I never made the decision to, you know, yeah. molest someone. So actually uh, assault someone. So I don't know. Drinking, all drinking does is lower your inhibitions to do what you actually want to do. It doesn't cause you to do stuff you don't want to do. Yeah. So. Did that- well, uh, I mean, bottom line, I feel like I don't. I really have no say. I'm just here to talk, and I know someone's yeah. probably gonna leave a, a comment on here, like, "Well, so you never did anything wrong." And that's not really the point. Like, I, I think that you guys again have to stop thinking that Smash not being able to play Smash is akin to any type of legal action. You're not going to jail, you know. You're not you got off so easy. You don't have a. You don't have like an ankle monitor. You know, you're not on house arrest. You're not on probation. Nothing. You just can't play Smash with us. Uh, us. Not and you still have your switch. You can still play with other people or in your area or whatever. Just you know, we won't be seeing you at Genesis eight or nine or any of that shit. Yeah. And again, whatever. It, it all comes full circle. It all comes down to like if he just if he wasn't good, no one would give a shit and he'd be banned forever. Yeah, uh, it's, it's yep, that top yep, player yep, privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Wish I was. Well, no, I actually don't wish I was that good. No, you hold didn't. me accountable. All right, let's get into these Twitter <laughs> questions real quick. We got a uh, set thick. Saying who has the freshest hair in the scene and why is it Omni? Uh, imagine I don't actually know who has the best hair. I mean, I, I feel like I have to say MVD, bro. He takes very good care of his hair. Yeah, you know what? I like when when I got asked that question, I was like going through a list of people in my head, and MVD was not one of them. But now that you bring him up, his hair is actually like, yeah. You know what? I could probably go with MVD because I was trying to think of anyone else, but like, I I don't think of Smash's hair. You know? Yeah. Like it's just especially now when no one's getting a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of right now, it's just, you know, my hair has been growing out forever. I'm just kind of putting moisturizer in it and whatnot. And then uh, eventually on Thursday, I usually do the softening stuff to make it solid again. So, all right. Uh, Crosshair says, who do you think has the highest potential to rise the, uh, to PGR status prior to the COVID outbreak? That's dope. Dope-ass question. Dope. <laughs> Moving on. Me. 
No, I just I <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. I, have, I I I really wish y'all would know that like I have not been paying attention to anything Smash related uh, since uh, quarantine started. Like I'll go to the tournaments. I don't I don't check and see who's um who's like entered it and whatever whatever because it's online and honestly online to me is just more fun. It's just fun. Like mm-hmm. we get to shit shoot the shit uh, on on. Uh, commentary more get to make a bunch of crude jokes and shit and like that but like I'm not taking this shit to heart bro like you know so I, I just I, most of these people who are playing good online probably won't even go back offline so you know like most of these like new names that you didn't know before probably won't go back offline I think the only person that's getting a nice rise but what was already getting a rise before this was Cola but now he's even starting to hate online so I don't I don't know man we'll see 11 frames in ideal conditions man. yep uh what's that dylan says uh how well do you think skills from other fighting games transition into smash and vice versa uh uh, i think it's hard for fighting game players to actually come over to smash because it's a little more freeform unless you're coming from like an anime fighter um but even then you know like if you're coming from street fighter man like just the the way the level of freedom in this game is so much bigger with you know you don't have uh standardized jump arcs you know uh, you don't have, like, not dial-up combos, but you don't have optimal combos and things like that because of DI and shit like that. So you have to get a little freestyle, uh, freestyle-y with it. I think going from Smash to a fighting game uh, gives you a bad jump habit. It, it, unless it's a fighting game that doesn't have jumps, like Tekken. But, uh, but it usually gives you a bad jump habit, in my opinion. Which you can break, though. Um, yeah, you can break. It takes a little while, but you can definitely break. I think it's way easier to go from Smash to fighting games than vice versa. I think Smash actually benefits you greatly when going into a fighting game because you already know about like basic, you know, reading habits and stuff like that. And it's you find out it's less freeform in a game like, say, Street Fighter or Tekken, where maybe not Tekken, but Street Fighter, definitely, where like, you know, you have like the same mark of the jumps or you, you're, you're very limited in your movement. You, 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 you combos will always connect at certain areas. Um, it's actually it might even become easier at certain points. I'm not saying Smash is harder or anything, but like it's. There's so many different fighting games out there that are very similar to each other in terms of like reading people and knowing when they're going to jump and getting an anti-air and stuff like that and, and reacting. Whereas going from a fighting game to Smash is, I think, difficult because Smash is not like fighting games. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but just like, it, like you said, it's so freeform. There's no set things going on. Like pretty much what TK said. Yeah, it, it, it's very difficult. But I, I believe that going from Smash to fighting games is very doable and useful so um what's that here we go we got uh tm87 pretty sure that's that swagger that's probably swagger let me just look that up real quick the what tm87 pokemon it's gotta be swagger there's no way oh okay i see what you mean now uh don't tms like change per game uh sometimes TMs vary between what the. It was popularized by Shofu, according to the Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay, no, it, it is definitely it's Swagger until this last generation is now draining Kiss. So. Supposed to be Swagger, I think. Yeah, oh, I hope so. <laughs> What's this hope question? So. Uh, anyway, this question is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> TM TM draining Kiss. What separates the players who plateau in skill from the players who can reach the top player status? Hot topic today. Uh, I think honestly, um, there's like, it's like three levels that are all added together, right? 
so talent is one of them, and I don't care how everyone's acting like talent is not a thing. Talent is if you have if you have an aptitude for games, that is talent. You know what I'm saying? If you can like see and figure out games quicker than other people, that's talent. Then there's the learning phase. How how well can you retain information and and readily draw upon that information uh, at a split second, right? And and then it's playing the game the way the game is supposed to be played. I think that's where a lot of people fail. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah, talent. There's some people who just will never be good at Smash because they just don't have the eye for it, right? And and that's whatever, right? And you can train all day and every day, but if you ever get to that point of, okay, I'm starting to get the eye for the game, but also I'm understanding the game, but I'm still trying to force the game to be played the way I want to play, you're going to lose all the time. That's why why people get uh, timed out. That's why people... Uh, can't do well. That's why people suck at dealing well with uh, camping and shit because they want to play the game the way they want to play, and because of that, uh, they end up losing by running into the person who's playing the game correctly. You know, and there are other people who can break that mold, like Mango, for, for instance. You know, like I'm not saying that he's like breaking the mold of melee, but he definitely is a little more freestyle and free form than most others, and it works for him. But for the most part, you know, like most people will not be mango so you really ha- you really will not be able to break that mold and uh and and change the meta of the game or whatever whatever so it's like a three part answer to me i think that uh, a lot of people were getting hung over hung up over the the word talent when i think that the word talent could just be substituted for aptitude and it would be a perfectly fine sentence yeah i i think there's a misconception actually i i think that the, the thing is, like, you know, hard work versus talent is a talented person can be good, obviously, because they're talented. But imagine a talented person that also is hardworking. Like, they'll be they'll, they'll soar. But the thing that people need to come to terms with is that, like, a talented person who is not hardworking will probably not succeed in a game in, in the late end. In the early end, maybe, but in the late end, they will not. And also, a hardworking person doesn't guarantee success. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to hear just in anything in life. Just because you work your ass off does not grant you the success or the ability to be insanely good. But I'm not saying it doesn't either. Like you need to do the hard work in order to do it, but there's always going to be that, that chance that it's just not, you're not cut out for it, but you won't know unless you put in the hard work. So it's better to go in saying you did the work instead of not even giving it a shot. Yeah. So I just, I just, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like people just want something to argue about. And, I think it's a dumb topic. And that was, that was, I don't know why. It shouldn't be a hot topic. It's just everyone wants to sound off. Yeah. Um, you know, Twitter, and, man. Yeah, you know. I want to throw out their opinion. People All want right. to latch on to something. Here we go. We got kofefe uh, eg saying would you rather be able to spot dodge or tech irl assuming your timing is godlike spot dodge i don't even want to get hit so teching is after you get hit so yeah spot dodge I spot just, dodge no for sure i definitely want to spot dodge all I'm right tra- I'm, tra- I'm trying to go in the z axis bro <laughs> true <laughs> the z played all right sagaru <laughs> mill patel says uh oh big shout out to sagaru mill always uh, hi, TK and Aussie. I was wondering if commentating other games outside of the main Smash titles has changed your perspective approach to the uh, to the commentary. Have you yes. found yourself taking things uh, you learned from commentating other games and implementing it into your Smash commentary? I pretty much take everything I've learned from any game and implement it to others. Like, um, there's certain jokes that like I feel like I, I take from other games that I can p- apply here. There's certain lessons that I've learned 
uh, from learning different games such as Tekken and then applying it all over to Smash and whatever. I mean, but things borrow shit all the time. Like, for instance, Shimmy, I didn't know what a Shimmy was or I didn't hear like the word Shimmy used as much until I started watching Street Fighter 4 a lot. And then, and then I came back to Smash. And yeah, you can definitely shimmy people in Smash. You know, you you empty hop, run back when they try to grab uh, out of shield. That's a shimmy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you uh, you you definitely get to take stuff that you learn from other games and apply it to others. Uh, and it's I mean, it's nice. You know, I, I very much like it. Uh, well, I very much like the fact that um, you know I've been able to commentate so many different games and draw uh, inspiration from all of them. I, I feel insanely grateful that I started with Smash because I th- I generally believe if you can commentate Smash, you can commentate a lot of stuff mm-hmm. because it, there's a lot of downtime in Smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not as much as like League of Legends or MOBA or something like that, but there's downtime and you need to know how to fill that downtime with either interesting facts or comedy or whatever your, your natural charisma is coming up. The thing is, whenever you transition to something that's just lightning quick, it's so easy. Um, I've commentated Grand Blue probably a total of seven times now, and nice. that game is so easy to commentate. It's so it, it, it's just, I don't even have to try because there's shit happening all the time and it's always hype and super exciting. And that might just be because it's fresh, or maybe because everything's fast paced, or maybe because the top eight took less than two hours. Um, not sure, but it, it, I, I think because I had the initial training in Smash, though. It allows me to commentate other games that are also slow and know how to fill in the gaps. Like when I commentated ARMS, you know, uh, that game has a lot of downtime. When I commentated Overwatch, that game has a lot of downtime. Uh, Dissidia, NT, Final Fantasy. Uh, that game has a lot of downtime with the loading screens. So Smash definitely helps with that. So And then I take what I learned from fighting games and stuff back into Smash. Like I find myself using the term Ditto a lot less now, just in Smash in general. I use mirrors now, but nice. I, I, I kind of missed the term ditto you can't you can't uh, say it in fighting games you can't say it in fighting games people will make fun of you well, i definitely said shield a couple times for block i it's, was like that's ah, fine i was like my bad tasty steve he was like i get it man you know <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking fucking tasty steve anyway uh we got one more question let me find it real quick i just lost the tab it is here we go got the tab it is oh is this who was your pick? It's a dope question. Who was your pick to win Evo before Smash got removed? Mine was Best Nest. That's dope. I would have said Best Nest too. He's been slapping, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say Best Nest. I don't know, Cola. The, I, I, I don't really care. <laughs> That's dope. Dope question. Thank you. Thank you for that very dope question right at the end. All right, guys. Bro. I get it. That's gonna be it for hard reads. What a dope question right at the bro, end. Come on, um, they're just trying to ask questions, man. They want to support us. Like, yeah, you know I mean, no, thanks, bro. Thanks. You know, thanks for a dope question. Dope question. You know, man. Really, dope? really thought provoking. Um, yeah, man. So thanks for <laughs> thanks for watching so hard reads. I uh, I'm TK Breeze. Awesome. guys. This will be going up on YouTube very soon, and on top of that, uh, obviously uh, iTunes and Spotify, and there will be a Reddit thread. So leave a like and comment on any and all those areas. Uh, that you can definitely leave a like and comment on my video, but definitely leave a like and comment in the Reddit thread too. Hit it with a thumbs up, all that good stuff. Very much appreciate your time. I will most likely be streaming at around midnight again to uh, play some more of that Crucible game. But until then, uh, just you know, enjoy your days. You got any other final words? Um, yes, Collision is this weekend. Make sure to go tune into it if you guys have the opportunity to. They're going to be going to be an online tournament with a lot of players going into it, and they're doing a donation 
to help the TOs of Collision as well as other TOs in Smash and just try to get some uh, Corona relief going in for them because of the loss of money that they have. So make sure to tune into that. It's just going to be happening all weekend. Okay. Well, make sure you watch Collision, guys, if you need some Smash action. And if you need some other action, come through the stream a little later. I'm TK Breeze. This is Austy. You guys have a good night. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com